I wonder what you think of when we think of shepherds and sheep. Many years ago I was walking the Upper Pennines with a friend. We were just coming through a, a wooded glade and suddenly sheep were coming at us from all directions. What was happening? Well, the shepherds on quad bikes making a massive racket and sheepdogs barking and snapping at the heels of the sheep. They were using fear and noise to drive the sheep across the valley and onto another hillside. I think that's often what we think about when we think in this country of shepherds and sheep, of driving sheep, of containing them. That's not the right image to have in your mind when you're thinking about shepherds and sheep in the scriptures. Because in Israel, sheep are never driven, they are led. The shepherd will go and stand at the gap of the communal sheepfold. All the sheep of the whole village, the whole community are held in one place. The shepherd will stand there and will call and his sheep and only his sheep will go out and gather around him before they then set off for the day. That's the image to have in your mind when you hear a text like Psalm 23, that the shepherds lead the sheep and the sheep trust the shepherd. They trust the shepherd to look after them. They trust the shepherd to find them food and water. And that's why they choose to follow because their trust is in the shepherd. There's much more of a sense in Psalm 23 of journey than I'd often appreciated. On one hand, the journey is of the whole people of God. There are conscious echoes of the whole people of God following their shepherd from exodus through wilderness to settlement and the establishment of the temple. That's definitely a conscious echo that is present in this psalm. But there's also an invitation to see the whole of the psalm as our journey with God through life. Our journey with God through life and into eternity where we will dwell with the Lord in his house forever. So we're following our shepherd, we're trusting our shepherd. What are we trusting him for? We're trusting him for provision. We're told that he will lead us by quiet waters. He will lead us into green pastures. Quiet waters are rare in Israel. It's a dry land. So this is, this is a, she a shepherd who is skillful enough to find us uh, a, a choice place to drink. It's green grass. Again, Israel is a pretty dry land, a pretty brown land. So green grass is the choicest pasture. So we can trust our shepherd for provision. We can also trust him to restore our souls. Our walk with our shepherd will not just be in green pastures and by quiet waters. We will get to the point of being weary. We're going to go through some difficult ground. And yet David promises us that our shepherd will restore our souls. He will provide peace and grace and love to restore us when we are weary in our toil, when we're weary on our journey. If we can trust our shepherd for provision, we can also trust him for protection. The idea of his leading us in right paths is the sense that the shepherd picks his way over difficult ground, over rocks or scrambles or up a mountainside, and the sheep follow in his steps. Those become the right paths, the paths of righteousness, because they are the right choices morally, the right choices in terms of vocation in difficult times and on difficult ground. 
I'm sure many of us are feeling like that at the moment. So we can trust our shepherd to pick a way through for us over difficult ground. That's what it means to lead us on, on right paths. So we can trust him for protection. But crucially, we can also trust him for his presence. His presence, even in the valley of the shadow of death. That sense that there's an oppressive atmosphere. It's an atmosphere where there is threat. And yet in that, in that place, we can trust the Lord's presence. Why? Because he has um, a club to beat back any assailant and he has a staff to lead us and to make sure that we're following the right path. He promises that in that place, that place where it's oppressive, that place where we're feeling threatened, as I'm sure many of us are at the moment, in that place his presence will be with us and we need not fear. So we can trust our shepherd for provision. We can trust him for protection. And we can trust for him for his presence to be with us. Even in places where it's right to be scared, even in places where it's right to be anxious, we need not fear because he is with us and he will defend us. A final thought about journey. David can say, the Lord is my shepherd. I think that's an invitation uh, for all of us, whether we've walked with the Lord for many years or whether we haven't and we're wanting to. Actually saying to the Lord, yes, Lord, I want you to be my shepherd. I am determined to walk my journey with you. I'm determined to follow you. So maybe it's a time if you've walked with the Lord for a long time to say that again. Maybe it's a time to say, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, sorry, thank you and please. Sorry for the way I've led my life. Thank you for all you've done for me. Please come into my life and help me to follow you. We need to be able to say the Lord is my shepherd for ourselves to be part of God's people. So please make that prayer, make that commitment, make the Lord your shepherd. He will be delighted to receive you with open arms. But what does this mean for us today in these lockdown days? First thing, right paths. The, the good shepherd picks the right path over difficult terrain. He picks the right path up a difficult mountainside. I don't know what the challenges are that you're facing. I don't know what the questions are that you are wrestling with, whether it's at home or it's at work or whether it's in your business or you have a position and you're having to take big decisions that uh, affect the lives of many people. If you're in that situation, the Lord, your shepherd, will lead you through. He will lead you through. You need to ask for wisdom as James 1.5 talks, talks about it. You need to ask and keep on asking, seek and keep on seeking and knock and keep on knocking because the risen Lord Jesus will come through for you. He is your good shepherd. So ask him to show you the right path through these difficult questions. Second, our psalm promises that he will restore our souls. Our whole journey is not going to be by green pastures and quiet waters. Those are times and places of rest because we're weary. Those are places where he restores our soul and provides for us. So ask, ask the Good Shepherd to restore your soul. 
These are difficult times, the times when we're feeling oppressed and weighed down, and times where life has changed. We're anxious. Many of us are not sleeping brilliantly. There are all kinds of questions we're wrestling with. Ask the Good Shepherd to restore your soul. He brings peace and grace and love to each of us. So let's ask, seek and knock and keep on asking, seeking and knocking until the Good Shepherd fills us afresh with his presence, his love and his grace. He restores our souls. Ask him to do that. And finally, remember to ask your Good Shepherd to defend you. This passage tells us that when we're in the valley of the shadow of death, when we're feeling oppressed and anxious, we need not fear because of his presence, his presence which enfolds us and which defends us, his rod and his staff which defend us. He brings us comfort where sometimes it feels comfort is impossible. So ask the risen Lord Jesus, your good shepherd, to defend you. Sum this up. We're to invite the risen Lord Jesus to pick a path for us over difficult ground because he is our good shepherd. We're to ask him to restore our souls because that's what he's promised to do when we're weary on this journey, when we're feeling burdened, maybe we're feeling a bit broken. He restores our souls and he defends us, defends us with his presence, his comfort. And let's remember However overwhelming and endless and oppressive these lockdown days feel, we are on a journey. This is not where our journey ends. Our journey ends in our heavenly home, where we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's the journey we're on. So however, however oppressive, endless and difficult these lockdown days feel right now, and they do, Remember the journey that we're on together and remember the journey that you're on. The risen Lord Jesus has come as your good shepherd to lead you home, to lead you home through this earthly life, uh, to lead you home so that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, where your cup will overflow, where he will anoint your head with oil, where you will rejoice, rejoice and keep on rejoicing in that heavenly home. Don't lose sight of the journey that you are on and don't lose sight of your Good Shepherd. Follow him closely. Know his love, know his protection, his provision and his presence day by day. That's the excitement of the journey that we are on with Jesus even in these lockdown days. It's always exciting to know the Lord Jesus. It's always exciting to be led by our Good Shepherd. So let's remember that heavenly journey. Let's remember the story of the whole people of God that this Psalm is teaching us, this Psalm is sharing us, and let's put ourselves in that journey and remember the goal. Remember the goal. Beyond the valley of the shadow of death, remember the goal is that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen.